This is a previously recorded episode. This show is broadcasting live from Detroit Sound Studios above Activate Gaming and is part of the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Uh, let's get ready to rumble! Hey everybody, whoa, whoa, I'm really loud. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to episode 12 of the Top Rope Review, uh, home of the your official podcast, home of XICW. Which is tonight. Tonight, yeah, at the Ritz in Warren. Going yeah. on right now. Yeah, yeah. if you're listening to this <laughs> live, uh, well, hopefully you're not listening to this live and you're going to listen to it on SoundCloud because hopefully you're at XICW, Hardcore with a Heart, uh, XICW 203. So, yeah, because we'll be there, too. We're actually recording early right now because we don't want to miss. You know, we, we found that recording at the event was too distracting for us, and we really, the wrestling fan inside of each of us wants to be able to fully partake in the action. So we, we will now be recording, pre-recording our shows on uh, event nights so we can be part of the action. Right, and then Mike? we'll bring the coverage to you. Yeah, so we're going to be walking around that. with it. With a recorder tonight, uh, talking to wrestlers and other people, and we'll be plugging those into the shows for you guys to hear. So that'll be fun. Like the Akin Zane, um, PJ Black, PJ Black, yeah, yeah. But it'll it'll be it'll be won't be next to the woofer, so you'll actually <laughs> no, be able to hear what we're talking it'll, about. Um, it'll be good. You'll who do you want to who do you want to interview tonight, Mike? What do you think? I want to get Joe Coleman. The, what is his? What is his? Uh, that oh I don't never mind I don't even know I don't know where you're going genetic, like he's the the human genetic something <laughs> where are you like, going like with his that? like you know like you know how like um uh Hakeem Zayn is the Mad Dragon like, yeah Joe Coleman has like a thing like that like Joel Coleman the I don't I genetic jackhammer I think is actually what it is we, look that up we'll, we'll confirm look that, up that tonight. <laughs> So uh, well, to get started, uh, let's let's uh, go over the. You know what? I didn't even say who we are or where we're from. Did I? I just no, you didn't. It's because the robot lady on the the intro said it, so I got a little flabbergasted. <laughs> the robot lady. So yeah, this is Top Rope Review. We're part of the Podcast Detroit Network, coming to you pre-recorded from <laughs> from uh, Podcast Detroit Studios in Ferndale, above Activate Gaming, home of Nerdy Flirty Speed Dating, December eleventh. So uh, go on Facebook, check that out, Nerdy Flurry Speeding. I think I got awesome. invited to that today. Will yeah. invited me. Who's not here, yeah. actually. He's Will, who knows you have a girlfriend, so you don't have any reason Does... to go to Nerdy Flurry Speed Dating. Oh, I didn't get invited to that. Never mind. I was thinking of something <laughs> else I got invited to. What did you get invited to? Uh, I think it was a Star Wars thing. Uh, oh, the, star, the Nerd Life Productions Star Wars Lobby Party. Yeah. I, would, I would love right. plug, more to plugs. plug it. We don't have a plug <laughs> bell anymore, though. Um, oh, no. It's all the way over there. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you can you can yeah. ding the first one if you want. No, okay, I'll do it. Plug bell. Woo! All right. Yeah. So that's uh, that's at Quality Sixteen Studios on December seventeenth. We're gonna be there from six to ten doing uh, Star Wars trivia. So seventeenth. Yeah, and we have sweet sweet prizes. I won't be there. One of the po- one of the sponsors of that event is uh, Podcast Detroit. There you go. So it all it all comes back. It all comes full comes circle. Back. All right. 
So, um, so what's going on tonight at XICW? Yeah, so we have some pretty sweet matches. I'm going to go over these for you guys. Um, we have Zach Gowan uh, defending his XICW lightweight championship against Idris Abraham. So She's going to be great. Yeah. But, Zach uh, Gowan go is always fun to watch. Yeah. It's just he's – Go ahead. <laughs> he's just mind-blowing. I don't know. He's good. I like him. I like his work, especially since he has one leg. Hey, Mikey, he likes it. I do like it. <laughs> um, I think it's cool, too. They're both, like, local dudes, so, you know, um, and uh, we've all been watching Zach Gowan for quite a while, you know. I was, a, I was a young kid. Yeah. I was very You're young. still kind of a young I am. kid. Um, and that, I don't know if you know this, but Zach Gowan uh, teaches DDP yoga sessions at uh, Truth Martinez School. R- really? He does. He's a certified yoga instructor. We should uh, we should go together. Yeah, I like to do some DDP yoga now and then, now and again. Yeah, it's been a little bit. I haven't I haven't done it in a while. I just I, well, I just, I just bought the up. DDP yoga now app. So uh, been, did you? Yeah, it's pretty good. We'll talk about that. We'll, later. we'll have a full uh, review yeah, later I'll, on. Yeah, I'm curious about that. Yeah, uh, and then we also have the Monroes uh, defending their tag titles against Doctor Repsia and Movado. So. And I don't think Conrad's going to be there tonight. I so know. Dr. Repsy is going to be pretty disappointed. He's going to come over trying to creep us out and not know that the guy that's really yeah. afraid of him isn't here. So that's that's. Will might be a little terrified, I feel like. I feel like he's going to – you think – no. You're looking at me like no. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Will likes weird stuff. He might, okay. He, he might, might actually it. be the world's biggest Dr. Repsy a fan, <laughs> honestly. Um. And then we have uh, Orlando Christopher and Jake Something versus Hakeem Zane and Joe Coleman, your buddy. He's a, I like him. He's fun. What do you like about him? I don't know. He's just aggressive and he's uh, – I love the way – Keep way. your hands away from the mic, Mike. <laughs> I, love, I don't know. He's, he's really great. Whenever he, he has matches, they're just really good. They're quality. Do you think that? He's a do you worker. think that he it has something to do with his uh, performance enhancing uh, supplements that he takes? Maybe. Are you confused? No. He has that big uh, thing. Yeah, I know. Yeah, uh, I think it's just protein powder. You think so? That's all it is. <laughs> Nothing else. Well, what else would it be? I don't know. Some sort of illicit substance, substances of mysterious nature. It's illegal, sir. I'm just. You, <laughs> Why would you bring an illegal substance to a wrestling match? Well, he is a heel. You're a heel. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, it's going to be a fun night. And, uh, uh, you know, Jamie Cox and Rhino, Rhino and uh, all your other favorite uh, XICW faces Everyone's will be favorites. there tonight. So it's uh, just like any other night, um, it's going to be insane. They're going to be doing... Would you might see a flaming elbow, or would, would you see say it would be? Uh, it's going to be extremely intense. Yeah, <laughs> I think Perfect. I think it would be very extreme and and also intense at the same time, um, and very punny apparently. So it's always very punny. Yeah, um, yeah. So I I don't know. You know, now that we're not recording there, I, I, should we try to get some front row seats, or I, is it is it that safe at this point? I mean, I feel I, like we I, see a lot of action I, in the I front like row. Our, I like our booth, honestly. Oh, you think we can get the booth again? I'm going to try to get go, the booth again. If we go early enough, we can get that booth. I think we can get the booth. I, I, I really like that booth. Why are you whispering? Because I don't want people to take our booth. Okay. Well, hopefully it <laughs> won't matter be because we'll already there. be there when this is on air. So, 
Well, if we, if you see us there, we might be at that booth, so say hi. I yeah. mean, you're listening to this oh, on hey. the way home, so. Yeah, totally. And we all have uh, new podcast, uh, Top Rope Review uh, press badges. Ooh, yeah, you can see those. They, we didn't make them at home, I promise. They're professionally done. Professionally. Hey, uh, Tabitha, check it in with Tabitha, our Twitter valet. What's, what's going on with your research over here? Um, you were right about uh, Joe Coleman's. The uh, genetic freak yeah. or genetic jack- jackhammer? Jackpot. jackpot. Oh, jackpot. see, I was so close. Oh, you're, wrong. you're pretty close, though. You know why I said jackhammer is because I, I read an Goldberg. article about Goldberg this week. Yeah. What about? Well, so they were interviewing him, and you know they 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 do the clickbait headline yeah, of like, like Goldberg WrestleMania twenty thirty two because that's like, actually going to happen. And what he said was that no, he wouldn't do it. They so they skipped the word. They're like Goldberg WrestleMania, not at WrestleMania twenty two. Exactly. But I love I love in these interviews. You know, you have Goldberg who's doing he's like the lead role in a straight to DVD movie, and they're like, yeah, what is he doing nowadays? They, that's that's is what that he's, what he's doing? That's straight what he's to doing straight movie? to DVD right. movies, and they're like, oh. Uh, you know, they basically, you know, it's it's a little bit different every time. But they're like, "How do you think The Rock has influenced you?" And it's like, "Well, The Rock <laughs> does major motion picture blockbuster movies, and he's doing a." It, they should have been like, "How does Kurt Angle, you know, <laughs> in, inspire you?" Because the, uh, comparing The Rock's film career to to what the film career that Goldberg is going to have, is I mean, not- I think maybe you can make that comparison with. Um- Batista now, yes. he's starting to get to that, not rock level, but he's starting, He, I mean, Guardians of the Galaxy, that's a good get. Well, yeah, and he was in James Bond, too. Yeah, he was the villain, good, wasn't he? Did you like that? Role. Did you see it? Yes, I, I did. I, I'm not a James Bond fan, you, so I didn't we see We talked it. about this on the show. Did we really? Ooh, okay. What episode? Uh, <laughs> hmm. It was the, we talked about it at the last XSCW show. Okay. So, 202? Yes, correct. Okay. Yep, and I I don't if the recap, uh, I didn't like it very much. So and Dave Batista had one word in the entire movie. Was it I'm Groot? <laughs> no, okay. it was not. That was Vin Diesel. So yeah. Um. So I'm I'm kind of a, I'm a little curious about this Goldberg interview. Is there anything else important or just I don't like Goldberg at all. Really, so, I had underwear no. with Goldberg on it when I was a kid. Fun fact. Fun. <laughs> we start a new segment. Uh, top fun facts with fun Mike. Facts. Yeah, with Mike. Uh, we can maybe they're selling the, they're selling wrestling underoos again though. Like they're yeah, but this thing. was like wrestle ruse. He was on, it was kind of weird actually. Like he was on them and like oh I'm Goldberg. Was he on the crotch? Uh, I can't remember, but he, if he wasn't, he was close to it. Mm. I remember he was just like oh Goldberg, and he like had the. WCW championship belt. And I was that like, Goldberg sense, though, rocks. I feel like he's kind of a dick. So I, I get that vibe. <laughs> We're going to get heat with Goldberg now. <laughs> Good. I don't care. <laughs> Bring it, Goldberg. You want to fight Goldberg? Yeah, I'll fight him. He's going to spear you. Probably not. Put you in a jackknife? He's old now. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, well, you know, he got in a legitimate fight with Chris Jericho, and Chris Jericho beat him up. Chris so. Jericho like punched him in the nose like a shark, and Goldberg went down. Like... <laughs> It's because so, Goldberg's not a real. No, he's you know, a football. He's, he's a football player. player, and he didn't really understand like, anything. The, he just clocked in, clocked out. Yeah, he wasn't a wrestling guy. He's not a grown up in the business or mm-hmm. like a grow, grew up with the business kind of kind of. It person. wasn't even like I dabbled in wrestling when I was a kid. It was like oh, I was playing football, and now I'm getting paid way more. Like he's like it's like worse than Brock Lesnar, I think. Yeah, like even Bro- at least Brock Lesnar like did amateur wrestling. Yeah. And was good at it. 
Yeah. Like, really, really good at it. It's just like I never understood the Goldberg phenomenon because he, you know, I it, was, it, it was, well, yeah, but you were young, though. I was, like, I was how young, young were you? Young when the, yeah. I was like, that, I mean, it was like, it, it was when you're young, you, you, it's like, oh, they, the company wants me to boo this person and cheer yeah. for this person. So that's what I'm going to do, kind of thing. And I like, did. But, you know, he, I just don't like rewatching that stuff. Like, he's not a bad wrestler, but he, I don't real, I don't really think he had like, any real it factor either. I think he got he he didn't lose a match for how long? Right, but that's uh, so that's what I was gonna say. Like he he somehow they took someone who really didn't have much to go on, and and like thankfully the booking got him over somehow. Yeah, but it also buried a bunch of other, which people. is something you couldn't do in today's today's no. wrestling world. You can't booking. So they tried with Rusev a bit. Yeah. I think as soon as he started feuding with Cena, though, we knew that. Yeah, that was no, over. you knew it was going. You yeah. can't, you can't. Nowadays, you can't put someone up. Eh, Brock Lesnar, maybe, but uh, no, he's been. No, it's it's just, it can't happen anymore. It's unrealistic. What being un, un, <laughs> saying on a wrestling podcast? Yeah, I mean, unless an actual shoot fighter came in and just. Well, but see, but that's what they've done with Brock Lesnar now is that they. That they yeah he, now but he he lost a couple of matches in his initial run but he's I mean who's he lost to now nobody no who do you think he can lose to if if they make if they have Brock Lesnar lose who do you think it's going to be against who who can you put him against I don't know there I don't think there's a legitimate opponent for him I think if someone beats him it's going to be like a Seth Rollins type victory like a sneaky I mean that's how. Seth Rollins did it. Right, exactly. So, And he also you know, he did it without pinning Lesnar, too. So, Well, he didn't have to. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> that's that. <laughs> so um, th- th- this brings me to, uh, I think, a major point that we've really been seeing in the last um, little bit with WWE the last few months is I, I think that their product has gotten – Really stale. Really, st- like I think we uh, we and the rest of like the internet wrestling community that we claim to be a part of like has been disenfranchised with you know like with WWE for a long time, but I think it's only gotten worse um, with matches being uh, storylines being super predictable. They're still it seems like they're still not super willing to make stars out of their homegrown talent. You know they're you know, willing they have to rely on bringing back old stars or keeping the the titles on, uh, keeping the spotlight on the old vanguard. Um, and I think their their product is suffering enough now that we're seeing like we're actually seeing a huge ratings drop off. Um, and They're what like a two. Well, Smack, so SmackDown's under two now. Smack, SmackDown's the last SmackDown under two? was 1.65. Um, do you think SmackDown's going to go up at all once they switch to USA, or do you think it's not? I think, yeah, I think it will. I think. A little bit? I mean, because honestly, they're just switching networks. Nothing new's going to happen. Right, but I'm, I'm actually surprised that the SmackDown, um, when the brand split became no longer a thing, like, I'm surprised that the SmackDown rating didn't go up just because. You know, when SmackDown first came, it was it was a continuation of storyline. So it was, 
you know, um, there, I don't think that there was a big ratings difference between the two shows because you'd see rock on Monday and you'd see rock on Thursday. Like, but, but then when they, when they decided to do the brand split and designate it as a B show, then it was like, you know, you were seeing, and then you have guys who don't want to work SmackDown and they, so if you don't have John Cena on SmackDown, why, what's the, why would, uh, maybe your kid watch or someone, I don't know, but when you can't get the big names on SmackDown, then what's the point? Exactly. Well, that's gotta, what I'm saying. It's, you got to get big names on SmackDown. At this point, it started to be it's started to become a continuation of the, the Raw storylines. But instead of it's it's not even generally on SmackDown. I you know I've started watching it again for this you know to be. I haven't for this watched show. SmackDown in at least a year. Well, now that sometimes on, if I'm around a TV on Thursdays, I'll put I'll like put or it on even, for background. Or even keeping on keeping up with what's going on. It's they don't even they don't even do anything fre- like there's no advancement of storyline. It's like oh if you saw if you saw Rusev and Roman Reigns fight on Monday, you probably saw them fight again on Thursday, and, and then there was no actual don't, advancement. Don't they do a bunch of raw recaps too on SmackDown? Exactly. So why are you, it's just a recap show? Right. You might, it's like a like a main event or a superstars type of. Like, well, they need to get rid of main event superstars and put those people on SmackDown. They, they do. I, I really want another draft. I, I liked it. I liked it a lot. I like the idea of it. Well, I don't like them being split. I don't want. I don't want a brand split. I want. I want them no, to. No, I'm write. not saying like a brand split. Split. Like remember when they did that draft and like. But if uh, there's a draft, you're saying that like John Cena I is am. only on this network, but so then it I is think a split. It is sort of a split, but it's not like a Raw vs. SmackDown show. Like, when they did that, right. it was like, ooh, we're going to, like, war with ourselves. Like, no, don't do that. Do, like, maybe just get a couple guys, like Adolf Ziggler. Like, you want to see him? SmackDown. We scared her. We scared her away. She's leaving. <laughs> just kidding. So, we, I don't know. I, I liked the draft. I liked the idea of the draft, but I also see where, like, well, just think about this. Like, so the way it is now, uh, it would it would be great if they, if you know, you were able to see a continu- an actual continuation of the feuds that you see on Monday on went on Thursday. Yeah. But they they it's just it's just a recap, replay, rehash instead of a, being like a, you know. This happened to Rock on when on Monday, and then this totally unrelated thing happened to. I don't know why I keep saying the Rock, but yeah, the, the Rock like, on your mind. But this totally unrelated thing happened to the Rock on f- Thursday that you know fits in the story, but it's not. But like it's just different. The same thing, yeah. yeah. But they, I don't know. But we the, the we what's the point of watching? The, what is going to get us to watch SmackDown? Especially with uh, not – we don't have – okay, so we have jobs. We have stuff to do. We're busy people. Well, putting it on Thursday night was a good move because I'm – Yeah, I was never going to watch it on Friday yeah. night. Thursday night's fine. I think if I can – like I said, if I can watch it on a Thursday, I'll put it on, but it will be background because I know it's just going to be a bunch of Raw replays and I don't want to watch Raw two times a week. I already have to watch it for three hours on Monday. Most of the time, it's like half the most of the past couple of weeks have been why am I even watching it? Right. So you're watching it so we have stuff to talk about. Yeah, on exactly. Our I'm watching it because, <laughs> and it's just routine now. Like, that's yeah. all it is. Um, 
But I want to know what's going to get us to sit down on Thursday night and watch SmackDown and be invested like I was back when SmackDown was worth getting invested in. SmackDown has to be a legitimate part of the Raw storylines. Yeah. Like even I, I went they to SmackDown They need to give us a reason year. to watch it. Exactly. I went to SmackDown last year, and the only reason I went was just because WWE's in town. Right. And, I mean... We went to SmackDown last year, too. Did you? We were you there? in Toledo, yeah. Oh, you were in Toledo. Mm-hmm. See, uh, the one I went to was the uh, SmackDown that finally got New Day over. And that's the one that New Day always talks about where they actually knew that they could be heels or whatever. they Yeah. Because we're a rough crowd and... We booed the new day uh, or whatever. So yeah. that, that was me. You're welcome. Now look at what Thank you, Mike. I appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I don't know. I I want to watch. I want to like SmackDown again. But it's just so hard when it's just a Raw recap show. Yeah. I think I, a draft I, would be cool to like just mix it up. I don't understand why it's so hard. Like they have a whole writing staff. When Paul Heyman was writing SmackDown... It was great. Yeah, but they were only having to write one show. Exactly. You have all your staff members doing Raw. Break them up, maybe. I mean, I don't don't know enough content uh, for a storyline. Let me go back there. I don't know if they have all their writers working on Raw. I know nothing about that. I just – I don't know why I said it. But you have so many – I know there's – Typical smart thinking he knows how the business works. Yeah, I I know nothing. So – I don't know. I say do a, do a draft. Maybe not for a while, just for a little. It doesn't correct the problem, ch- though. Ch- it, change it, it up. It creates the brand split. Oh, I don't. Oh, I liked it. It was fun. No, you didn't. I loved it. I yeah. I I don't know. It. I I think they they just need to write story like whoever's resp- whoever is actually legitimately responsible for them. Booking shows on the seat of their pants, like changing stuff at the last minute, needs to stop. That's, I mean, I think that's the big problem. You know, I'm reading, um, well, I'm reading a lot of Star Wars books right now. I'm in a little bit of a Star Wars mood, but I was reading um, Chris Jericho's most recent memoir, uh, Undefeated Champ, or Undefeated, no. No, no, his uh, newer one. The- no, Undefeated is the uh, best in the world at what I don't know. Yes, at what I have no idea. Yeah, at what I have no idea. Thank you. Um, and he's talking about how, like, him and Shawn Michaels had a feud that, you know, in 2008 that went for, like, eight or nine months. And, it went for almost a year. And wasn't stale. And what, like, they kept introducing, like, different things to it. Um, like, we don't see any planning that far out anymore. They plan, They don't plan at all. Like Vince used to know what was going to happen at WrestleMania, at next year's WrestleMania, as in... 2017's WrestleMania, he was probably starting to get planned for around this time this year. Right, and I don't feel like they do that anymore. No, I don't think they do either. And I think it's evident in the, in the way that the storylines you know, go. And then when you have so many people getting injured, I mean, yeah, uh, a, a wrench in the gears is going to happen. Like, I'm sure Vince is. Yeah, but that's thinks not the about thing that's that, causing but the problem. But no, that is not what's causing the problem. Because it's just. Yeah, you have so many people out injured right now, but you have how many? How many? Um, Speaking of that, superstars, wrestlers, whatever they're called now, 
how many of those guys do you have? Like, they're maybe a pretty deep roster. They have a giant roster. Why not bring some people up? Like, Vince always talks about grabbing the brass ring, but honestly, there's got to be some sort of ceiling you hit because you can't. There's no reaching the brass ring anymore when everything's so scripted. Like, can you can you really reach for the brass ring? Not. I feel like people's storyline progression isn't as much in their own hands as it used to be. I don't either. And I feel like if you give give your superstar some faith, that's why they're up here, because you had faith in them to sign them to the company. And if you have them being a top or mid-card guy, you must have a little bit of faith in them. So give them a little bit of faith. Let them, let them go a little bit on their own. Let the bird out of the nest a little bit. And... You listening, Vince? And yeah, Vince, pay attention. <laughs> Get the notepad out. Um, so, just kind of like I don't know. Let it be organic. Don't have it. Like, okay, you'll have uh, Triple H flub up lines like all the time. Well, not okay, not all the time, but it happens. He's actually pretty good at promos. <laughs> he is, but there are times where he'll like be in the middle of a promo and he'll start stumbling or not stumbling, but he'll like forget a line, and you'll you'll see him like. When you, when you forget a scripted line, you know it's different than if you're going organic and you kind of, like, lose your train of thought. Yeah. Um, and I think when you have, like, someone like Triple H who, who is, has done the scripted and has done the, like, organic type of promos, um, you would think, like, he would even be like, hey, maybe we should, like, not script it so much. Or I don't, I don't know. I don't. I just don't understand why all of a sudden. I don't know where I was going with that. I kind of. Well, th- yeah, that's the thing that I don't get it because I think I think the thing that all of us want is someone, the the person in charge being someone who knows exactly how it works, and Triple H is very much someone who knows how it works. I mean, we can see it in NXT. Yeah. I mean, because half their promos are they scripted? I don't think so. I don't think they are either. And no, because you want those people to learn how to to do it on their own. Yeah. Um, so I don't, I don't, and that's why, that's another reason why I think NXT has been, um, getting so much steam lately. Cause it is, it's got that organic feel and it, it, even, um, NXT, stu- uh, people have come up, have said like, yeah, the WWE is a little bit stressful now. Uh, not stressful, but a little, it's different than NXT. Yeah. And how are two brands? Um, the same company, so different. Like Different people running them. Exactly. But like – because you have people on NXT going, I don't really want to go up. Yeah. Like I kind of want to stay at NXT right well, now. I well, think- even though it's good to go – it's like they do want to go up. But like they, they – I think Vince McMahon is – He's living the Batman prophecy right now. Okay, okay, I'm, I'm listening. The same Go thing on. that happened to George Lucas. You okay, either, you either you either die a hero, or you live long enough be, to become the villain. George Lucas, it's the same thing that happened to George Lucas. George Lucas makes Star Wars. The Star Wars movies are good. He has, he's not a big shot at that point. And, you know, he has the influence of his directors and his, uh, you know, people around him. 
and he makes good movies. And then, so then he decides to make, he, he gets older, he decides to make the Star Wars prequels. He's now George Lucas who made Star Wars. He's not just some independent filmmaker in the 70s. And he's surrounded by people that don't want to rock the boat. And he directs, he writes and directs all of them himself. And they're terrible. Because he's surrounded by yes men and, he, and no one that wants to tell him no. And I think that, that that's... I think, and that I'm so not, what I, you're I saying think, is we need a J.J. Abrams. Yeah. And I, I think Trips can be J.J. Abrams. I think so too. I just, I think that like Vince McMahon, as much as he had his finger on the pulse in the 80s and in the 90s, I think he's lost touch. He's more, he was more... Um, you, you said it, uh, and, and I lost it, but you, you said it just a minute ago. He was m- more independent. I, not, not like an independent, independent company, but like an independent mind. And he didn't – like the yes-men thing. Yeah. He didn't have as many yes-men back, what, 15 years ago? Yeah. And now – I mean, what, when did they go public? Do you know? A couple of years ago? I think it might have been like 10 years ago now at this point. 10 years ago? I want to say it was like uh, in the mid-2000s. Like, I'm not really sure. Would that have been when they started to get I, – I don't think I was still around when they went public. Tab. Yeah. Research. When did WWE become a publicly traded company? So we'll get back to that I'm thinking in a it's in the 99 to 2005 range. If it's 2005, I think I, – I can't speak on um, – I wasn't – I didn't watch. I stopped in 2005, so I can't say whether or not I think it was uh, slipping. That's about when I stopped too. So I, so I, I, I don't want to make that assumption because I, 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 I just don't want to be – I don't want to sound like an asshole um, if I'm just spewing stuff that I don't really know. Well, see, there's a difference between it becoming more family-friendly and then it being stale. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, it was in 2000. 2000? This article's from uh, 2011, and they said about 11 years ago they started publicly trading. So. Okay, so probably around the time they bought WCW out. Mm-hmm. Right. right before. Okay. So my, th- my theory is that's kind of just been squashed. But I was thinking maybe when they went public <laughs> is when they started to get a little, I don't know, not well, see, stale, I don't but think it was this stale different. When, I don't even think it, it wasn't this stale when I started watching again in the late 2000s. Like no, it wasn't. Or late 2010. When did you start again? Like 09. Okay, that's when I started again. Fall of 08? No, you didn't start again until like 2011. No, you're right. I pipe, always think it's bomb. 09. Yeah. Pipe bomb. Pipe, yeah. Uh, 2011 was when I started back. Because when, um, when I started watching it again, CM Punk had long hair. Yeah, was he doing the... He uh, was not, it was before. It was not that long. It was longer than it is now. Um, and he was a face and he was tag team champions with Kofi Kingston, I think. So it was... Quite some time. Okay, ago. okay, yeah. Um, no, it, it wasn't even as still when I was watching it. Yeah. 
um, there was Jameis, and I was like, who the hell is this guy? He's not. How do you feel I, about the League of Nations? I thought I actually think that's a good move. Um, Depends on how they use it, though. They did something similar. Similar. I'm not saying identical. A lot of people online are saying identical. Um, but in a, WWE 13, 14, I can't remember. Uh, one of the WWE Yeah, I games, remember. It was one of the was, story modes for... It was like Sheamus, William Regal... Um, and Barrett. Barrett and another... Drew Galloway, McIntyre? <sighs> I think so. And it, that was awesome. Honest, I, when I was playing it, I was like, this is cool. They should do this. And they're doing it. So I can see the potential there if they do it right. Yeah. Um, I, th- you know, I think But a I've lot of realized- people are mad. I, th- I don't know if a lot of people are mad, but they seem they're like, oh, they already did this. It's like, no, a video game did it. Yeah. And if they can do it right, it's going to be great, just like how the video game was. Yeah. So I, I think I realized the problem, too. I think – I don't think I like, um, like, smarmy, cowardly heel Seamus. I think Seamus needs to return to the Seamus that he was when he first – like, I don't mind the mohawk and the martial beads. Um, I think it was uh, smart of him to make himself look different. And oh, honestly, actually, like, really smart. The you look stupid heat is great. Like, oh, yeah, good. it's great. No, awesome. Um, I'm not I, saying he's a bad heel. Yeah, I th- but I think he should return to the – I think he should be the Seamus that ended Jamie Noble's career, not the Seamus who comes out and dances with the New Day. And you, you and Will keep saying that, that it should be the Seamus that – when he first came up, was. yeah, when he was like he was the the tough as nails Irish guy who just wanted to beat everybody up. And I I never saw Shane the guy like that, that. He's the guy that put he's the guy that put Triple H out of action for a while. Like, and then Triple H had to come back and like why why is he like this now? If he was like like he was like that then, you know. I I want to see it happen because I whenever you and will talk about it, I see the spark in your eyes. Where well, so Seamus I hated it. Thing. I hated it then. Well, he was doing his job. Well, no, I hated it for the spark reason of this guy hasn't paid his dues. Oh, okay. Like, <laughs> he shouldn't have the title yet. He just debuted. You know. So like, you had the Roman Reigns syndrome. Yeah. All right. Um, but Seamus really did pay his dues, if you think about it. Well, no, I know we talked about this last week. Where okay. He, he did several years in the Indies and and FCW and yeah, yeah. Um, it's, no, just I, that, I wanna, it's just that perception of him being yeah, with exactly, Triple H's yeah. boys. No, I think I, – I do want to see – I would love to see a Sheamus like that. Like I think – I don't know. You see Sheamus, you see his size, and then he goes and he does something silly. Like Dancing well, yeah, with New it's, Day. It's, and it's like, like the, it's like that we need to get rid of the fella. Uh, like no more fella. Just yeah, do, I'm, I'm done with the fella. I've been – well – yeah, you know how I feel about Sheamus. Did you so you didn't so you didn't see his little feud with Santino? It was real funny. No, yeah. how was it? Well, Santi- he was feuding with John Cena, but Santino came out and was like making fun of his like, oh, you can't be out in the sun like me. Like you have no. It was. It's. I showed all the promos to, and then they did like a one time they were in um, uh, uh, they were in Manchester, I think, and uh, Santino came out. With Vladimir Kozlov, and they were both had canes and bowler hats on, and uh, they they had a tea party with Seamus, and it was it was funny. Like, so you can't have him doing that now. Well, you could be you could because he was a monster then. Like every one of those things just ended with with Seamus killing Seamus beating Seamus beating um, Santino up. Okay, yeah. Um, so 
I how do we get on Seamus? Because I, I mean, my phone's I, my phone's warning me. Lucas Del Costillo is nearby. <laughs> oh wow! Um, no, I Seamus. I like him as a heel. Like I just don't care much for his wrestling. That's my thing. I think he's. I, I like him as a heel. Because like you were saying, with the You Look Stupid chance, it's really great heat. And when he gets he all the go-away heat like from us, too, like from yeah, the yeah. smart marks. And I think it's totally Triple H jabbing at the wrestling community, mm-hmm. the internet wrestling community. But I, I, love, I love his heat. He's really great. He's one of the only people nowadays who can get legitimate heat. Well, we were talking about that last week. Is like, is go away heat the only kind of real heat anymore? Because the you know the smart marks really like heels that work well. So you have um, to find people that they don't like who they give go away heat to to get to actually get heel type responses on TV. Maybe I, I don't know. I like the the heat that Sheamus has. I when he came out with the the mohawk and the what would you call them the Murphy beads? The uh, Marshall beads. Marshall beads. Mm-hmm. Um, when I saw him come out, I was like, "That's it. There's the heat," because you look ridiculous and everyone knows it. I don't know if that's what he was going for, but he it was something, and I, it's something well, I different. That, I think that Celtic warriors might have wore those before. I think that was like. Is that what it was? I th- I think I don't know for okay. sure. Tabitha. <laughs> Can you look that up? <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I, 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 when he came out with the hairdo and stuff, I was like, "There's the, there's heat, there's something there." Um, I was honestly interested think in the mohawk looks better than his hair used to. It looks fine. It's it's the dumb beard. I think it's yeah. just it's because it's so you don't I don't know you don't see people with that. So I think it's good. He makes it work, and I. I, I give him that, but I just don't – his work does nothing for me. I just – it never has, and I don't know – I he's he, obviously a fine worker. I just don't find him very entertaining to me, I guess, if that's the way I want to put it. He's not supposed to be entertaining, though. He's, he, he's best suited as a monster heel. I think I'd like him more that way. Honestly, I think I'd like if he just came down to the ring and just started hamming away away at people. He has the look too. He does. He's got like all the factors there. I just I don't know why I personally can't. I don't know. I don't like hate him. I'm just just he's meh to me. Like he comes out and I'm just like ah another Seamus. Whatever he's gonna bro kick him and well, and it, it, it doesn't help that like he's in a pro, he's in a, a he's not the greatest talk. He's not a terrible talker. He's no, not he's, the greatest he's, talker. He's what? It's like he's like a so-so talker, and then he's in the ring feuding against <laughs> another so-so talker. Maybe even less. I mean, Roman's probably even less so. Not that great of a talker. He's gonna figure it out one day, hopefully. Um, do we know how? How do you feel about Roman? He's boring. Mm-hmm. He's got a good look, but he's boring. Yeah. And I hate his finisher. 
I hate that he does that too. I hate that he cocks up his fist. his fist. That's so stupid. Yeah. Yeah. I think like I don't know. I just I feel like uh, I, he's he's he, like I wish Dean Ambrose was in his spot. Like Dean Ambrose. I, I think Dean, a lot of people feel that Dean way. Dean Ambrose. Doesn't have quite the look that that he does, but he's but better he makes on the up mic for and he's just as good in the ring, if not better. He makes up for it with his inward ability, though. Yeah, no, everything else makes up for the lack of... So he doesn't have... He's not giant. He's not a dark-skinned guy with long hair and blue eyes. Yeah. <laughs> basically. <laughs> basically. <laughs> maybe he just needs to tan a little bit. Yeah, maybe. Get some color-changing contacts and grow his hair out a little longer. Here we go. Yep. There you go. You got a Mega Dean Ambrose. And That's the way she goes. <laughs> it is the way she goes. Uh, do we? So we were talking earlier about people being out, and I just wanted to mention that Rusev uh, just got hurt. He's going to be out for uh, a month. And uh, Eric Rowan also got hurt, and he's going to be out for, I think, four or six months. Six months? Yeah. So. That's... Um uh, you just came back, so exactly. <laughs> That's... Which I think that might throw a little wrench in the plans of the Dudley Boys feud because I think they were going to bring back a fourth ECW original to feud, but now if the Wyatt family only has three, they don't really need to. How do you feel I... about Tommy Dreamer coming? Yeah, back? we haven't talked about Tommy Dreamer. No. That was awesome. I popped. Me too. That was awesome. Although I, had I did to, like that he came out from out of the out of the out crowd. crowd. I, had, I do have to say though, I, when they when when the Dudley Boys said, "Well, you have your family, we have family too," and the music started, I was like, "What's Spike Dudley gonna do?" Because <laughs> Spike Dudley, like obviously in ECW, there was actually quite the large uh, Dudley Dudley family, but in in the WWE's universe, there was only the only other Spike, Dudley was Spike. and uh, you had Stacy Keebler. Yeah, but she wasn't actually part no, of the. She, what family. is she going to do? She was the Duchess of Dudleyville. She was. She was the look. Yeah, she was. And so, uh, for those who don't know, Dudley uh, Spike Dudley was like you know 130 pounds, like wet. So he's you know he's not going to do anything against the Wyatt family. But Tommy Dreamer, I think, is a good point. Oh, think, Tommy Dreamer, definitely. I think their fourth person, if they were going to pull somebody, would have probably been Rob Van Dam. Yeah, just because he's been back. Yeah, he's. Although they do, they could have got Rhino. See, so what I heard, and maybe we can confirm with him later. tonight. Yeah, um, if he wants to talk to us about it. Yeah, um, I I've heard that he doesn't actually. He's not like actually under contract. So sort of like um, which would make sense because blue he's pants. Do, he's doing the the you know these gigs. Yeah, the local gigs. Because he'll be there tonight, right? As yeah. far as I know, yeah. Because um, blue pants sort of does that. She's doing indies. And then every once in a while, she'll come on uh, NXT. I don't know who Blue Pants even is. On NXT? Yeah. Oh, she's great. I love Blue Pants. Is that her she's, name? Yeah. And you have uh, Enzo Amore, or no, uh, Cass, Big Cass. Yeah. He does her entrance. Uh, it's Blue Pants. Oh. And he's like, and he does like the Price is Right theme. I don't think I've it. seen her on an episode that I've watched so oh, far. Oh, she, she, um, I don't think she's on as, as much I'm, as she I'm several used episodes to be. behind, though. So. Uh, she was on it this week. Okay. Um, I know that. I'll watch. She, she's cool. I like her. She's a good wrestler. Oh, am Enzo Amore. Blah, blah, blah. I, was, I love Enzo Amore. He's, no, it's pretty it's great. I'm excited for them to uh, come up and have, like, just 
be giant faces and everyone just do his intro. Like everyone. He's just a more um, stereotypically Italian uh, Zack Ryder, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Basically. Zack Ryder. He's great, too. I love them. I like the hype bros. I think they're... Hype bros are good. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm a big Zack fan, though, so... I, yeah, I was part of the Ryder Revolution. <sighs> I what, have about, to... what about you, Tab? Uh, I got nothing. I don't, know. <laughs> I don't really have an opinion. Um, uh, sorry. <laughs> that's okay. It's before your time, I think. <laughs> oh. <laughs> a little bit. Mm-hmm. So. so what do we, like, if we're, if we're uh, booking the territory, as uh, Steve Austin would say, what, what, what do we do to fix WWE's current uh, creative and ratings slump? What do you think? What do you think is the number one problem? Um, I was going to say injuries, but I don't think it's injuries. I think even if you have injuries, you can... Injuries, I think, has given them an opportunity to, to fix the do, problem. Yeah, but they're not doing it. Yeah. Injuries, if anything, could be good, but... <sighs> well, I think the problem I is, is it's, should... not just, it's not just the the non-building of new talent. That's like that's a problem, but I don't think that's the only problem. No, I think what they need to I don't think they need to necessarily pull up from NXT. No. They need to take the people that they have just kind of thrown to the back burner and uh showcase some more. Like like um hmm well, it was nice to see Jack Swagger back. Yeah, Jack Swagger. He's one. Uh, I was going to say Damien Sandow. I've always liked Damien Sandow. I've liked his work. He's great on the mic. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if he was injured or he was He hasn't been around a while, and he's just he was just on a uh, house show recently. Well, you know why he he was on a bunch, and then Hulk Hogan came out with all that racist stuff. So well, they, yes, they but killed you game. can have him come back as Damien Sandow. Yeah. That's the, the writing team doesn't know what to do with him. He was – I loved him when he uh, – I forget what the – Well, la-ti-da. Yes. Oh, look who's here. What's up, guys? How uh, – Joined in studio by <laughs> the one and only Wookie Will. So we wearing a Pabst Blue Ribbon hat. We can actually start the podcast now. I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> hey, can you uh, talk into the mic? Not uh, away from it? Discussion today was why I'm the greatest host, right? Something like that. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly yeah, we, we dabbled in it. Don't listen to the SoundCloud if that's what you're thinking we were talking about. Yeah. Actually, I listened to it on iTunes. <laughs> <laughs> listen to it wherever podcasts. Or uh, podcastdetroit.com. Yep. Or the podcast Detroit app. We we did the plugs already. <laughs> um, what? You're a little late on the plug. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how we're we, recording uh, this uh, in Detroit Sound Studios above Act Beginning, the new home of. We, we've done this again too. So sorry, okay. Will's never you used a microphone it, yeah. before. <laughs> so you want to last time I was using these mics picked up everything. There it is. You can be there twenty is. feet away and they're picking you up. No, that's yeah, <laughs> not when you're not talking into them though. Um. So, Do you okay, want to present so, the question yeah. to him? So, yeah, and I was hoping you would show up in time for this piece of it. I saved it for last. So um, we were talking about, like, the WWE ratings slump and, you know, just there, there's creative slump, all that stuff. Like, what do you think, like, if if we're uh, – do you listen to Stone Cold's uh, podcast? If we're if we're not really booking the territory, as he says, what would you uh, 
What, what do you think? What are the things that need to be fixed? So I was thinking about this the other day. Um, I, I, there was a meme online. Well, first of all, we're always thinking about that. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, no, there was a meme online he's that, base that, it that off sparked of this, that, this thought I have. So it had Triple H, like old school Triple H, holding all the belts. <laughs> and I was just like, would that work? So you're do, saying do go old school, to, put the they, strap on all of on Triple H. <laughs> well, that's because he had the Divas belt. He had yeah, yeah I know. Yeah, you know, I mean, he had all, but I don't think that would work. So, so here's my thought on this. That's why is, it was a meme. Well, but my thought is is can they and would this help ratings? Because one of the two of the things I think really helped drive the Attitude Era. One was the Stone Cold Steve Austin. Week in, week out, going up against his boss. He was telling – he was basically telling this big man what the everyday man wanted to tell their boss every Monday morning. And then you had DX going against Vince McMahon constantly or going against where the top you know, face was. So can they recreate that magic in the PG era with – Triple H, who is more has more or less been the guy that we were supposed to relate to in some of these battles, have him be the boss figure and have Roman Reigns or whoever they're trying to push more be the the good guy. Be be the be the you know, the baby face, but he's also the you know the everyday man, the stone cold, the the old school DX. And I don't know if they can quite do that. And I think some of it is because Triple H was that guy once. And so even though during the – I think like, that makes it even more compelling. Yeah, like, because yeah. he's gone corporate. I, I loved that little segment they did a, a while back where – I don't know if it was like old school Raw or something. But like Nash and Hall and I think Sean were like – were all there. And they were like, what happened to you? Yeah. yeah, they did. They did kind well, of touch on that, and it's okay. The, oh. the McMahon Helmsley. <laughs> I hand motioned to him ten minutes. And he's like, "Okay." <laughs> that's what the, the purpose. Uh, that's what the old ten thumbs up for, you know? <laughs> or the OEK sign. Okay, so you want you want the top face, whoever that is, right now, to go against the authority. I'm not necessarily not not okay. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying though. If they can recreate that magic that they had with with those classic rivalries and kind of bring it to the PG era, would that help ratings? I think it might, but I'm not sure they can do it. But I will say I did love the McMahon-Helmsley era. But again, though, that was more of Triple H coming in and he was taking over the business, you know, because he tricks Stephen McMahon into marrying him. And then Stephanie was going with it, and they were kind of taking over the business. So he was definitely, like, in a fighting heel. And I don't know if, if maybe Triple H, be, being a week-in, week-out wrestler again, and being the guy who all the baby faces are going against, will save her or not. But I definitely think they're missing. Well, even if they did, though, that's – see, that's – I don't think that the – well, I think that like I think doing a storyline like that would be awesome, but I don't think like that's a band aid on a flesh wound. Like that's it's not it's not um, you know it's it's more of a systemic problem that they have where it's like we were talking about earlier about how like SmackDown's just a raw review show and uh, like 
and raw. It's like, oh, we're going to show you this match on pay-per-view. Let's show it to you three times on Raw before that in some shape or form. Like, you know, we... We used to not have anywhere near what the pay-per-view match was going to be on a Raw. Yeah. You now never you see it. Well, it, it, yeah, it's now Other every every Raw before the pay-per-view is guaranteed to have everyone on the pay-per-view wrestling their opponent some way, shape, or form. Every Usually post the tag raw match. every post pay per view raw match is going to have they're going to have the the card for the next pay per view halfway set up, which that that drives me nuts because it's like why tune in for the three or four raws between pay per views if the next the next night they give you the card, you know it, nothing's going to change in those three or four weeks for yeah. some of those matches. And I feel like there's a lot of little tweaks that would stuff wouldn't be so easily telegraphed, and I. Th- I might have. I don't. I know. I've said this to you guys, and I don't remember if it was on air or if it was not on air. But it's like perfect example is when they were doing a fatal four way for um, Seth Rollins' number one contendership, and it's like, you know, we already all knew that Roman was going to win it. But it's like when they're talking about who's going to be in the match, and then only Roman comes down to talk shit. Like, well. Well, I wonder which one of the four guys is going to win if only one of them came down to tra- talk trash to the champion. It's like, you know, if 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 the ma- if if Cesaro, Kevin Owens, and um, Roman Reigns and Dean Ambrose are all in that match, they all need to co- whoa 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 wait a minute whoa 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 wait a minute like they all need to come down and talk trash because they all care about the title, not just yeah. the one dude who we all know is going to win anyway. Like. You need. We need. They, I feel like they used we to, need to do believe, that. Yeah, they did. We need to believe that any one of these guys can win that match, yeah. no matter what. Well, that's part of the reason the Royal Rumble's not as cool as it used to be. No, you already know who's going to win. There Batista. Was the, <laughs> yeah, there was that one year though where there was that Poor one Dave, point. It wasn't his fault. <laughs> yeah, there was, there was one year at one point though where there was like, all right, legitimately, there's 15 people in the ring. Five of them might win. Wait, now we're down four might win, and there's. Now fourteen people in the ring. Wait, and it's like it's like in a five minute period they eliminate everyone but Roman Reigns. You're yeah, like, and well, it's obviously like if, if there's five people who might win, they and better have be San- the last five. You have Roman Reigns, Santino, uh, yeah, uh, uh, two, three, four other guys who are like on main event every week. Like who, who's yeah. really going over yeah. in that match? I mean, and I think that some of it is like what I was saying. Well, I was trying to get to it with the new kind of bringing it up, like with the Rawls having the same. There's no drive to watch it anymore, other than watch watch pay per view. That's it. It's like, it's routine. Like you basically, if you just only watch pay per views every month, you would still know the storylines because a they spend half the pay per views instead of when the matches run longer, showing you a, a video package for every single feud. It's like before any before every match they show you a five minute video. Well, they package. still run short, so that's I mean, it's it's ridiculous. Yeah. What? Okay. The main I, event I last week had right nine. What, the main event at the last pay per view was nine minutes long. Nine. Yeah, that's a topic for a different. And no one day. got can, hurt. No, we already talked about it last week. I know, and it it, it still irritates me that the pay per views always go under. Yeah. You're a pay per view. Why am I paying for you to go? Ten minutes under three hours. When or on more. Raw, you or can go. More. Yeah, or yeah, or more. Well, now and, and now they have no. You can excuse go twenty minutes over. Yeah, exactly. You have no excuse to be going under. You have a network that you own, 
Say, okay, we're on Podcast Detroit Network. Let's say, I don't, okay, never mind. I can't go into it because I don't know where I'm going to go with it. Well, no, so, so <laughs> I, I can't think I, of a good I, example. Here's what I think, I, here's what I think you're trying to say. We're on Podcast Detroit Network. So let's say this is IT in the D, which is the flagship show of this network. And then IT in the D is running all along. There's nothing that says that they can't go an extra 10, 15 minutes over their scheduled time because they own the network. And the show after them is, is that, not is going to wrong? push them off. <laughs> well, there's there is no show after them, but you know what they they would they I don't think Dave would go late into his show and take away from someone else's show. Yeah, but the, no, they, no, but they could if they wanted yeah, to but they because it's their network. show what? fifteen minutes short. They would go at least that whole hour. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So there we go. These people. So why is WWE Network going under? I Stone Cold's gone over his podcast. And you can't tell you. He has a you, podcast. He has a, yeah. he has a podcast. Yeah, twice a he, week. Uh, twice a week. Uh, um, I didn't know that. He podcast one. He can go over. Don't plug other <laughs> podcast networks. It's not as good as podcast Detroit. I'm gonna go ahead and edit that out. Yeah. <laughs> so we can have Stone Cold go over on the network, but. A pay-per-view can't go over? You're telling me? Like, come well, on. Well, but WWE's reliance on old stars would tell you that their Stone Cold's podcast is more important to them. Than a pay-per-view? Stone Cold Steve Austin. That draws an ad revenue? I mean, you have J.K. Jewelers sponsoring TLC. Like, well, I don't want a I don't think jeweler. that's accurate. Is it that's not? an accurate sponsor. No, it is. Oh, that's it. <laughs> it's, that's who's sponsoring TLC. Oh, K Jewelers. I figure it's Diet Mountain Dew again. Well, I'm surprised <laughs> well, it is. Diet Mountain Dew is like an all-time sponsor. Like, like how uh, Twix was sponsoring every day or every day, every pay-per-view back in. What are we at? No. <laughs> I was trying to. I was trying to motion at you. It wasn't me this time. Two minutes. They need to get a big clock in so here. Let's just so we get start a to wrap it up. Yeah, um, yeah. This is why I didn't want to get on the pay per view topic. Our uh, our show isn't this much of a mess. Just so I just want you to know that. <laughs> no, it just sounds like he needs like a good full hour to go ahead and vent on that one because yeah. I could tell like his levels started going up. He was getting angry. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do. It's um, but yeah. So, well, why don't we just let's wrap it up? We got to go to XICW. Yeah. Um, hopefully, we'll see you all there. Well, hopefully, you're all you be there and you're listening to this on Remember, SoundCloud this because is, this is going to go up at we're six. We're recording. Yeah, it'll be up between six and seven. Yeah. yeah. So I like to envision people are going to have their, their one, headphones in, headphones in water. And, and watch you there. <laughs> Well, give, us a, give us a nod if you're right. listening to this while you're at the show. Yeah, we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll hopefully be in our booth. So this has been uh, episode 12 of the Top Rope Review on the Podcast Detroit Network. Um, we were coming to you pre-recorded from the uh, Detroit Sound Studios above Activate Gaming, home of uh, Nerdy Flirty Speed Dating on December 11th. Uh, and, um, yeah, we didn't uh, – uh, uh, Real quick, we don't claim to be bookers. Or armchair workers. We just we're throwing out a. We're doing it for fun. We're just no one's obviously going to take our opinions, but I'm glad we're doing a little PSA. Yeah, I, I, mean, I don't want people to be like, oh, they think they know what they're talking about. If I someone, if someone have wants no to clue what I'm book, talking about. We will gladly book for you. Oh, I'll figure it out. <laughs> if, if you're going to pay me, I will book. But just know we're just throwing it out there. What we think, what we want. What the fans want. 
we're all fans here. Sounds good. All right. That's all right. Well, we hopefully we'll see you at the show tonight, <laughs> and uh, we'll check you guys next week. Slam you later. This is a previously recorded episode.